welcome to another edition of Speaking for Him. It's a beautiful Friday in West Michigan, and we are here with our host, Andrew Gamison. This is Andrew, and I'm grateful to be with you today. Uh, first of all, I want to formally welcome uh, Chad to the podcast. So, uh, welcome to you, Chad Cashman, our new executive producer. Thank you. Um, I'm very excited to be working with you and to kick off this new era in the Speaking for Him podcast. Well, today we're going to revisit one of my favorite places, and that is Master Arts Theater. As you know, if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, I profile each of their shows as they come up by having a conversation with sometimes the director, sometimes an actor, sometimes both. In the past, they've often been in the studio, but because of the way the... the Recording schedule has changed. I've done a lot more pre-recorded interviews, and such is the case today. We will be hearing from artistic director and director of this show, Pris McDonald, about the Book of Job. But before we do that, I will we'll send it over to Chad for our quote of the day. Our quote for the day comes from Job 1, verses 21 to 22, and said, Naked came I out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return thither. The Lord gave, and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In all this, Job sinned not, nor charged God foolishly. All right, so this is basically uh, word for word from the, well, that is word for word. It's, it's two verses from the book of Job, chapter 1. And the reason that I chose it for the quote of the day is because what is coming to Master Arts, um, which st- opens actually this weekend, I believe the the first show was yesterday, as of the posting of this podcast, is actually a word-for-word a recitement of several portions from the book of Job and the King James Version. It's obviously not all 42 verses or you'd be there all night, but it, but it is uh, some very popular selections, and it's done in a very interesting narrative style. The people are made up to look like stained-glass characters, like you'd see in your church window, and they work really hard to bring this production to us. So I'm very excited to share this interview with you with Chris McDonald and give you more information about this show. So we'll roll this interview, and then Chad and I will be back to wrap up. Well, I am privileged to be back at Master Arts Theater, one of my favorite places, to once again profile one of our main stage productions here at Master Arts, and... Um, this show, which will actually already be running uh, because of some, some scheduling conflicts by the time this is posted, is the Book of Job. Now, uh, we've done the Book of Job before, but I'm excited to hear some background um, to this show. So, um, uh, welcome to the show, Chris uh, McDonald. Thank you so much, Andrea. I really appreciate it. Yeah, we did the show maybe 12 years ago, and... Um, we really believe it's important to bring it back because um, it's such a wonderful and beautiful and striking reminder of what um, the scripture, two things, not only the message of Job, in fact, that's very primary, but also um, the fact that we need to be very active in um, voicing our Christian um, beliefs 
and structures and um, testimonies, and so it's a good opportunity for Master Arts and, and the actors involved and the presenters uh, to have a chance to work with scripture and to then voice their own beliefs. I think perhaps do. one of the more exciting aspects is that the actors that will be portraying these parts are uh, ingesting so much scripture. Yes. Because it's 100% quoted scriptures from the book of Job. Exactly, so it is. Can't get much better than that. <laughs> Not all 41 <laughs> chapters. No. Now, okay. <laughs> but it is. It is straight um, scripture. And it's taken right straight from scripture and adapted from that. And it is the uh, classic King James text. And um, I could explain why that is, too, but as we approach the, the um, production uh, style of what we've got here at the, of this book of Job, it actually, the, the style and the production um, venue or the aspect is, was conceived um, by Orlin and Irene Corey oh, back in the 50s, really. And um, what the whole concept is... Um, the presenters are created as Byzantine mosaics. As you know, some 15, 1600 years ago, uh, in the Byzantine era, people could not read. And so the churches took uh, stained glass or cut stones or tiles or gems and made in the walls of the churches or drew or fashioned in the walls of the churches scenes that were depicting the various stories of God. And um, they did that in order for the people to be reminded of the stories. They did it also because of the fact that they felt the stories of God were more glorious than mere just paint. And, and because they felt that where the candles were lit in the church um, or in the cathedral, then the reflections of that candlelight against the walls would give a glory that they felt was deserved by the stories of God. And so that's part of the background of why we do it in this Byzantine mosaic uh, format. And um, anyway, the presenters are all dressed and the makeup, etc., all then places them as Byzantine mosaic characters. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of shows that Master Arts does that are makeup intensive. Oh, this, that's for sure. But this is definitely one of them. Very much um, so. So as we get into this discussion, um, when did you first discover this show and, and what brought it to Master Arts in the first place? I read it about it actually and, and found the history of the show um, way back in the early 80s. Um, and I used it uh, one time at Grace Bible College where I was teaching at the time. Actually, and I'll give you just this quick background. At that time, um, I took 13 college kids in a van down to Horse Cave, Kentucky. Um, uh, that's where Mammoth Cave is. Mm -hmm. And there was a regional theater at that time doing the Book of Job, this Book of Job, in repertoire of their regional theater. They did Othello and a few others during the weekend, and then, but on Sunday evening, they always did the Book of Job. So I took these kids down there. We do, went in tents and everything else and went down there to see it because we knew that it was straight scripture, and we got to see it, and that was the impetus then for us to present it, and for me to learn to live with it and love it. And uh, anyway, we did present it, and we've then, since then, 
produced it here, I think, once, and, and um, now we are doing it again here in, 20, in 2017. But anyway, it was, I learned about it way back in, in the 80s. Well, I'm very excited about it because I actually have a, a very personal story regarding it. The first time I came and saw it, I think you said you did it 10 or 12 years ago. Yeah. Um, and I've been involved in Master Arts for about uh, 14 years, so it wasn't that long after I got involved. And I remember coming into the auditorium to sit and watch the show, and I had never seen it. I didn't know exactly what to expect. Um, but I ended up sitting next to a gentleman, another gentleman in a wheelchair, and we got to talking before the show, and it turned out that he had Lou Gehrig's disease. Mm. And so he and I could relate on a level that a lot of people can't, Uh, and realizing about the physical infirmities that we go through. And when it got to the part about um, Job saying... Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. And then also, in my flesh, you know, I know that my Redeemer liveth, and on the earth again shall stand. And then, I know that in my flesh I will see God. Yes. Um, it was extremely powerful for both of us, knowing the conversation that we had before the performance. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea that it would be that powerful in my life. But God knew... Um, when I was going to come, he knew who I was going to be sitting next to, and he mm-hmm. knew how it was going to speak to my life. And so that's just one example of how oh drama can speak into lives in a way that you don't expect. Mm-hmm. And so I would really encourage everyone to come out and see this show because it was life-changing for me, and I think it will be for, uh, for everyone. And, you know, there's a level of life change that happens every time I come here, but Mm-hmm. But with this particular show, yeah. it brought it to a whole other level. So, I think if you encounter scripture wholly, and by that I mean completely or thoroughly, I would say. And that's one thing I would say this work does, or this particular um, presentation tries to completely embrace the message of God, and try to embrace it from our insides <laughs> in our faith as presenters. And this is what we've talked about much in the cast rehearsals is, you know, we cannot lie to an audience. We mustn't lie to an audience. And so if we are saying that I know my Redeemer liveth, and if we are saying those things, those have to be our heart too. <laughs> and that's because the scripture has to be real to us as well. And it has to affect us, and then I think it can affect, and we can pass that. We can be the ambassadors through which God passes his, um, his message and his love and his concern and all of that to others. And that really summarizes the mission of Master Arts, um, and certainly the mission of this particular presentation. Well, you mentioned a little bit about rehearsals, so can you tell us a little bit about the cast this go-round? Sure. There are ten presenters, and um, I could even mention, you, know, you want me to mention names of people? I can do sure. that, too. Um, our job is Craig Apel, 
and he's been a pastor many, many years, and uh, still is in that sense. And we have five women, and uh, we've got several young women in this one, and uh, Emma Code, and Bridget and Claire Lindgren, and uh, um, Morgan Black, and then we have our dear friend, and another person that's been with us for many years is Opal Thank. And so it's great to have her on stage. She's done so many things backstage. And I will tell you this, that when I talked to her about the show, and um, and she said, I would really like to have an opportunity to memorize scripture. And I think that was one of her main motivations to coming on board in the cast, because she knew that she was going to be tackling memorizing scripture. And then the men, why we've got Dale Bales, a longtime uh, worker and um, friend and artist here, and also Andy Deemer, also been around on a long time uh, uh, artist here. Um, we have um, Todd Clements, who just directed uh, Fiddler on the Roof, and we also have John Wilson, whom, well, he was the fiddler on the Fiddler on the Roof, but anyway, and he's been around, you know, quite a few years, etc., and, and growing. I mean, just wonderful. So we have a span of age, a span of kinds of people, but I will say all of them, all of them, are hoping this will be an act of worship. Well, and I'm excited because... I know most of those people, and so it's really exciting to hear that they will be bringing um, this to life. And, and I would encourage you, like I said, this is going to post a little later than some of the interviews do. Um, but if you get on the website and check it out, there may be a few tickets left. Mm -hmm. And so I'd encourage you to get on today as you're listening to this and get some tickets for the show because um, you won't want to miss it. Can you tell us when it's going to run? Sure. It is running November 2 through 18, and that's three weekends. And every weekend it is Thursday night, Friday night, and Saturday night at 7.30, and Saturday afternoon at 2. So you do have 12 shows, but um, if, you, if it's, you know, just make sure you call and get some tickets, because I will, get, I will tell you this. I believe I can guarantee, guarantee to you that you will walk out understanding, hopefully, and touched by the Word of God. And that's what it's all about, His Word. Um, and, and, I, and like I said, I mean, there's nothing more powerful than mm -hmm. hearing the Word of God and to hear it dramatically performed is great. And it's, it's just exciting to, to I mean, it's, it's one thing to watch, come and watch a clean show. And mm -hmm. I've seen plenty of them here at Masters and enjoyed them all. But it's another thing to to watch something that, without shame, mm -hmm. um, and totally blatantly glorifies the Lord. And so, yeah. I'm excited to see the Book of Job come back. And you know, I, the thing is, I've seen some uh, different repeat performances because I continue to come to all the main stage shows. But I I never regret it because they're good shows, and I would just encourage anyone that can to come out for the Book of Job. It's it's unique. It's unlike anything Master Arts ever does. And so um, make sure that you uh, avail yourself of tickets and come out to see the show. I'm, think, I'm pretty sure I'm coming on November 11th, so if you're here when I'm here, I'll be glad to say hello. And um, just encourage you, especially if you've never been to Master Arts, come on out and see the show. You won't regret it. And can I quickly say this, especially if you struggle 
with things like, why do bad things happen to good people? And the struggling of what is man and who is God and where is he when we have to suffer? These things, I would say, should drive you to this show. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. And thank you, Chris, for taking the time to talk to us. Really appreciate it. Have a great day. And that is our interview with um, Chris McDonald of Master Arts Theater. And we're very excited once again to promote this show and to encourage you to get tickets. As I said, this is posting after the show has begun. So you want to make sure that you get on the website as soon as you're done listening to my voice and get your tickets. We were talking a little bit off mic, Chad, and you said that you have been going through the book of Job. Yes, I have. So um, you've been thinking a lot, um, some about these things. So um, do you have any thoughts that you'd like to add at the end here? Well, I think that the one thing that we can learn from Job that is very key is how not to be there for somebody who isn't going through a very difficult time. You know, as you and I were talking, it's not about giving them a verse sometimes. It's not about telling them that things are going to get better. Sometimes it's just about letting somebody know that somebody's there and they care. Well, thank you for that, Chad. And again, uh, we are very grateful that you listen every week to the Speaking Friend podcast. Please make sure that you avail yourself of the ways to contact me that will be playing at the end of the show. We have a lot of excitement and fun stuff uh, coming up for you. I think that Chad's creativity is going to be great for the show, and I'm looking forward to things as we go forward. So I hope that uh, you have a great weekend and that you keep serving the best of masters. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Your host has been Andrew Gomison, founder of Speaking for Him. For more information on today's show and to leave us comments and voicemails, visit speakingforhim.blogspot.com. You can find Andrew's ministry at speakingforhim.com. That's speaking, the number four, H-I-M. You can also interact with us at facebook.com slash speakingforhim and on Twitter at Speaking For Him. And when you look for us on iTunes and Stitcher, let us know what you think of the podcast by leaving a rating and review.